You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Wherever you're coming to me live from, I hope you're good. You could be in your car. You could be at home. You could be at work. It doesn't matter where you're at. I hope you're safe. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. We got a busy night. It's Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night to Thursday morning, I bring you a new top six list. And tonight's top six will be very interesting. We're going to take a look at some of the cheapest owners in professional sports. I'll tell you right now, you can thank Daniel Snyder for the list. This dude, how about this man was borrowing money from the, the Washington Commanders organization. And then he wasn't telling the other co-owners. He's just like making a loan out. Daniel Snyder is a piece of work. But anyway, I'm going to give you a top six list of the cheapest owners in sports. We'll get to that in an hour from now. So you don't have to wait too much longer. I've already been on air for an hour. If you missed the first hour of the show, you can always go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. We talked about the return of Kevin Durant. First time debuting, first time in the Suns uniform, I should say, as the Suns beat the Hornets in Charlotte, 105-91. to Kevin Durant just rolled out of bed like he had no knee issue, like he was not injured, like nothing happened. That's what he does. Like when he came back from that damn Achilles, like nothing happened. He dropped 23 points in 27 minutes. He had two blocks. He was 10 of 15 from the field. Kevin Durant just makes no damn sense. A matter of fact, this is one of his earlier scoring plays. He blocked the shot on one end. And then he ran his seven foot behind down to the other side and just knocked down a three like it was nothing. This is courtesy of the Suns Radio Network. Bounce pass Williams. He's blocked by Durant. It's taken by Thor. He put it off the rim no good. And Chris Paul gets the board. There's the first rejection from KD. And now he gets it open on the left side for three. And that is all met for Kevin Durant. Devin Booker set him up and KD knocked it down. After the game, Kevin Durant spoke to the media and He talked about how he was actually a little nervous and he's still trying to fit in. Listen to this. I feel like I fit in pretty well. Um, Everybody everybody out there was trying to make me as comfortable as possible, coaches and players as well. So um, just got to keep grinding, man. This this jersey on me will look normal in a couple, you know, as games go on, as we start to keep building who we are as a team. um, I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah. They should be perfectly fine. If the Suns are healthy, they'll be okay. So we open up the show talking about Kevin Durant. Aaron Rodgers came through, and he said a whole lot of nothing. I'm going to save you time. The, and, Shep, I only, I only want to play the end, the conclusion where the news reporters just said, uh, well, I, I don't play it yet, but well, you know what I'm talking about. He, Aaron Rodgers sat on a podcast. And Aaron Rodgers is being made fun of with the Milwaukee News. They did an entire news story, and at the end, they played 
audio clips of Aaron Rodgers talking about how uh, introspective his darkness retreat was. And then the two newscasters in Milwaukee basically said at the end this. Rodgers did not make any definitive announcements. Here, I saved you three minutes. They did a whole package on the man saying a whole lot of nothing. Let's hear one more time just to say this. Rodgers did not make any definitive announcements. Aaron Rodgers says we'll know soon what he's going to do. It's like the return of Jesus. Like, this is what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Anyway, we talked about the NFL combine. It's still going on. You have someone like Lamar Jackson. Everybody loves Lamar. Eric DaCosta loves him, their general manager. John Harbaugh loves him. And what else are they going to say? They're negotiating with the man. They can't publicly tell him to hurry up and sign a contract before we have to tag you. And that's not the only thing that took place at the Combine. We learned earlier today, and we just talked about this right before the break, that Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter, supposed to be one of the top picks taken in the draft this year, he was at the Combine early this morning. He was supposed to talk to the media. And then right before that, we learned that he was charged with reckless driving and racing in conjunction with the crash that killed his teammate, Devin Willock. Willock, excuse me, and one of the staff members from the Georgia Bulldogs. You might remember January 14th, 15th, it was a Saturday in Athens. The Georgia Bulldogs were celebrating their national championship. And then, you know, people party on a Saturday and bad things, unfortunately, can happen on a Sunday morning. And that's exactly what happened. His teammate was killed in a car crash. That staff member was killed in a car crash. And uh, the, the folks in Athens are saying, and they're right down the road from me, hello to everybody listening in Athens. They're saying that he was, he was involved, that they were racing. And so he's being charged with two misdemeanors, reckless driving and racing. Jalen Carter put out his own statement saying that this is inaccurate, that the media is putting out uh, inaccurate stories that he is in the process of turning himself in and he can't wait for the truth to come out and then for himself to be exonerated. And so we, we just have to see what happens there. I don't believe this is going to have a massive impact on his draft stock. If teams believe that he can go out and just straight destroy the opposition, if he can go out there and get to the QB and stop the running back, they're going to draft him. It doesn't matter about his two misdemeanors. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me at JR Sport Brief. This unfortunately leads me into another story. And this involves one of the most exciting players in the NBA. And his name is is John Morant. I'm sure by now you, you heard the news or read the news today about John Morant and the allegations that he beat up a 17-year-old kid at his home following just like a a pickup basketball game. The boy says, the 17-year-old says, that he accidentally hit John Morant in the face after throwing the ball in his direction and that John Morant allegedly punched him, knocked him to the ground, 
the teen said he was punched more than a dozen times, give or take. He got a big old knot on his head. But that John Morant then went into his house, came back with a firearm. He had it in his, his waistband, had his hand on the weapon. And that's when John Morant's dad yelled at him, told him to go back inside. John Morant doesn't dispute that this interaction took place or that there was an argument, but it's said that it wasn't explicitly made that he came out with a weapon or had a gun. John Morant and his attorneys, they didn't deny what took place. They're saying that it was a matter of self-defense. We don't know who said what, and this is these are the type of things that will, will get settled, I assume, in court or be settled outside of court. It's not like John Morant is, is someone lacking funds or money to do so. This isn't the only issue or story that has been circulating around John Morant. At the same time, we learned that back last year, it wasn't just that fight in the, 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 the end of summer, early spring, but that he also got into an incident of threatening a mall cop in, in July. He didn't get charged in either case. We probably also heard, I'm, I'm sure you know this by now, there was an entire report in The Athletic a few weeks ago of, of John Morant, his brother, some friends, getting into an altercation in the back of the arena in Indianapolis, uh, there was allegedly a, a firearm or the, the light on a firearm, one of those aiming devices that were pointed, you know, at members of the, the, the Pacers crew. And the NBA investigated it and said that that part isn't found outside of the altercation. We are not we can't prove that the gun was shown or that there was something threatening like a light on a gun. But then they barred his brother from going to the arena for a year. And so what the hell is going on here? Like how many things need to take place before John Morant just realizes I just need to chill? There's, there's no other way to say it. And let, let me be clear, because a lot of people sometimes have a, an, an issue with actually hearing what was said. I don't care if John Morant, he could be innocent, he could be guilty, he could be upside down, inside out, he could be a space alien. I don't care about his status, legal or otherwise. Or his innocence, it don't matter. There comes a point in time where you have to just control what you can control and make better choices and decisions. I have never heard, ever, ever, of any NBA player. And I know we live in a different world and era. I wouldn't be shocked if TMZ has video footage tomorrow of this. I've never heard of a star basketball player playing basketball at home on their property and getting into a fight with a teenager. John Morant is 23 years old. When this occurred, I'm sure he was probably 22. Okay. Not necessarily the largest of of age uh, discrepancy or gap there. But come on. 
Why the hell are you fighting with a 17-year-old at home? Why, why, why is there even an investigation, an altercation, you know, at an arena? Why does the NBA even need to investigate, like, terrible behavior, like weapon brandishing? Why does an NBA have to try to figure out whether or not an NBA player is going to have one of his friends shoot the opposition? Like, what, what are we doing here? Why, why is there a beef? with a security guard. And I've seen John Morant do amazing things. There was a clip of John Morant that went viral last year of him just leaving a gigantic tip to someone who probably made more that day than they made an entire month. Why is he doing this ridiculousness when we've seen him pay multiple times to help out other people who who don't have as much. And so this is not to paint John Morant in any negative light because we've seen the positive of what he does away from the court. But there comes a point in time where everybody has to grow up. You know, that these experiences, they, they shouldn't exist. That you shouldn't put yourself in this scenario or space. John Morant is a star in the NBA. John Morant is one of the few players that I look at in the league and go, I would want him on my team because this dude, this man right here, he has it. He's aggressive. He can go get it. He's not afraid. He's an alpha on the court. Ain't too many of those dudes left that you know they want the ball, that they're going to go at your throat, and that they're going to be a killer. The issue here for John Morant is that any type of killer association should only be on the basketball court and not away from it. This man just agreed last summer to a five-year rookie extension. Five years. $200 million for John Morant. He's been in the NBA since he was 2019. He is 23 years old. Go home. Enjoy life. Play basketball at your house. Go live life. Go eat outside. Stay away from the garbage, man. I hope this is a lesson learned and not something that becomes habitual. Otherwise, he's going to have no career. For selfish reasons, I'd love to see John Morant busting ass on the NBA courts for the next, I don't know, 10 to 15 years. I'd love to see it. What I don't want to see or hear anymore are confrontations in the back of arenas where the NBA has to investigate the potential use of weapons made to make threats. I don't want to hear about John Morant allegedly punching and threatening a 17-year-old at his house. I don't want to hear about John Morant getting into it with a security officer at a mall. I haven't heard that about Kevin Durant or LeBron or Jokic, Russell Westbrook, 
I haven't heard that about, damn it, Kyrie Irving. I haven't. I can't remember the last time I heard anything like this. These string of events happening with a a superstar. Not Steph Curry. Not Giannis Antetokounmpo. I can't imagine Giannis punching allegedly or assaulting or threatening a 17-year-old. I could see him pushing a you know an arena worker off a ladder. I saw that with my own eyes. I can't see Giannis Antetokounmpo going outside and. I can't see this dude doing anything but eating eating Oreos and asking for free nuggets. Please, John Morant, chill out. Stay home. Don't ruin your life. Don't ruin your career. Don't ruin the 200, 400, 600, plus million dollar opportunity that is staring you in the face because you want to make childish decisions. Don't waste the opportunity. Ain't nothing to be proud about being a kid when you're a grown-ass man. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The phone lines are open if you want to give me a call. John Morant, maybe he needs to give Steph Curry a call. I'm going to take your phone calls on the other side, and I'm going to give you an update on Steph Curry. It looks like he might be playing basketball sooner than later. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. My man, JR, this, this is kind of like a dream, man. I've listened to you uh, every night for two years. It's the first time I've called. I love your show, man. You keep it so real, and I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, we talked about John Morant. How John Morant, unfortunately, is just in a a terrible string of incidents that have just taken place over, I'd say, maybe the last nine months. He gets a maximum deal, five-year deal, $200 million dollars. And since then, it's been reported that there was an incident with a security guard at a mall that he allegedly beat up and threatened and threatened with a, a firearm, a 17-year-old at his home, you know, following a, a pickup basketball game. There was an incident post-game with the Indiana Pacers where members of his, his family or his friends Uh, may have threatened or maybe they say there was a firearm there reportedly. The NBA did not uh, find uh, evidence of one. Like, why do there got to be so many damn instances? I get it. You're 23 years old. Uh, You just got buckets of money that will change your life forever. 
Like don't don't waste it. Don't throw it away for for something ridiculous. We don't know what the implications might be into the future. And there have been plenty of instances where he's been shown to be a a nice, hospitable, fun-loving guy. But then you get allegations like this and you just go, well, damn, yeah, sure, they're allegations, but there was no denial that these situations took place. He got to get it together before things go down the tubes. I got a question for you, JR. Yes, let's let's get William from Nebraska, and then we'll we'll talk, Chef, okay? Sir. Let's go ahead. William is calling from Lincoln. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR? How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, uh, so this this whole John Morant stuff is a little bit silly. Uh, like, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, Josh Cribbs uh, smoking weed all the time or, like, uh, John Jones, you know, just, like, dude, just wait till after your career to go do all that stupid stuff. If you really want to, I suppose. Yeah, uh, you never know when when your career is going to end. I don't think anybody wakes up and says, oh, yep, you know, when I'm 40, I'm just going to go outside and and beat up on teenagers and and assault people. Those are typically things, for the most part, that, that, that younger people do. You're supposed to, and everybody makes mistakes. Nobody is perfect. Nobody starts life perfect. Nobody ends life perfect. It it doesn't happen. But the idea is throughout the course of your life, you make mistakes so you don't make them over and over again. And so the hope is that John Morant being 23, that these incidents teach him a lesson so that he can go on with his life as a young man, as a man, and not have them occur again. Not just have them occur later on in life after he's made tons of money. Let me tell you something. He could have all the money in the world. What good is it if he's not around to, to enjoy it? And I don't, it doesn't matter the circumstances. It could be a legal circumstance. It could be the most unfortunate of circumstances. You got you to gotta stay clear. Shep, what's on your mind? I mean, JR, I mean, I'm trying to think of the best three-point guards of the last 20 years. CP3... Steph and Dame. Am I off base? I would say so. No one else necessarily jumps out. Okay. So that's 18 years of service for CP3. That's 14 years of service for Steph. That's 12 years, or excuse me, 11 years of service for Dame. You mentioned it. Not one incident, even remotely resembling harassment, altercation, entourage, yet four times in the last nine months, the future best point guard in the NBA, John Morant, finds himself embroiled in all this nonsense, BS controversy. This is really bad, JR. Like four times in nine months, and you just, I mean, we both agree upon that. The best three point guards last 20 years, Dame, Steph, CP3. Not one black mark for any of those guys, remotely resembling any harassment, anything off the court, anything remotely aligning with an entourage. And, and, and JR, and lastly, if if like his response was he felt like the kid was coming up the 17 year old kid was coming up to him and he threw the ball a little too hard at him and then pulled up his pants John Morant is making 40 million dollars a year and that's just with the rookie extension who knows what he's going to make in his next contract why in the world do you not say 
get your ass off my property, we're done. How do you not have that kind of maturity being the face of the franchise? Because, JR, we, we both know this. He's the greatest player in the history of Memphis Grizzlies franchise. It's not even close. Well, that 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 part is is irrelevant. What we're going to say one of the one of the Gasols. I would agree with you there. the The fact is, it don't it don't matter what took place or how much money he's making. Money money don't buy a lot of folks common sense. It doesn't. Money doesn't buy common sense. Uh, in a lot of cases, money is a, a great. It's a great magnifying glass. Money, money can really show who you are, what you are. It can be a great amplifier for your behavior, what you do, what you don't do. That's what money does. And I don't think John Morant is a, is a bad person. I don't think he's a bad dude. I, I think he is making some, some dumb, terrible decisions that could have life-changing implications do you believe this doesn't happen again four times in nine months and you think he's going to have a complete turnaround now is, is is basically my question for you jr uh no i don't i don't expect so no i don't i don't think so i mean this is a, this is a whole lot to go through i mean is there's, there's there's no doubt that he is being talked to about his behavior uh, because it's it's all being amplified it's right there on front street for for everybody to see and the hope is that I can't give you an answer. I know when people have issues and have problems, typically you got to wean yourself away from whatever is, is, is hurting you or beating you down or causing you trouble, you know, bringing issues to you. So that's why I would say, no, I'm, I'm sure there might be something else. Will it be a year from now or two years from now? Will this take or have to peter out over 10 or 15 years? Maybe. I just know that it only takes one time or one mistake and then everything disappears. 855-212-4CBS. Tommy's calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Tommy? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. There, there has to be an eye-opening moment for Ja that is a uh, – the aha moment that this can all be taken away in, in an instant. The contract can be void. A lot of things. I don't know what the best way to to reach. We're all young men at one time making mistakes, but uh, the two hundred million, the the contract, six hundred million as you mentioned earlier, can be can be poof gone. And does the NBA, does the organization, does is, are there any Educational resources out there that, that oh my god, op- open his eyes. Numer- uh, numerous, numerous. I I am certain he's heard from the Grizzlies. Uh, I know he's heard from the NBA and its security office. He has probably maybe heard from from Adam Silver. I would be certain of it. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure he has heard from the the NBA Players Association, and that that's who you hear from. And, you yeah. know, I'm sure there's there's also been veterans and other players who have kind of just probably told him, hey, bro, just you, you need to pipe down. But sometimes it don't matter how many people are kind of kind of filling you in or, or reading you what could potentially be your last rights. A lot of times folks need to to experience it 
and feel it before they learn. And that's that's the, the worst case scenario. Tyler's calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking me on. I appreciate it. Sure. Hey, so my question is, you know, a lot of times a lot of times money brings out, you know, maybe some 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 inner workings of who you really are. And I wonder if we should take a look back on how was he in college? Did anybody, did anybody know anything about how he behaved in high school? Is this just bringing out maybe the real, the real him, or is it just a, or is it just an explosion of oh my gosh, all this is happening, and I can't handle it, and I'm losing control? Someone help me, because uh, I think there, I think there's either a history of it, or the guy just needs a little guidance. Well, he he definitely needs a, a whole lot of guidance, as far as I know. I haven't heard anything about his time in high school. I didn't hear anything about his time at at, at Murray State unless I'm omitting or not paying attention to anything. Uh, But even if that is to be the case, um, some of the accusations of of aggression against him would be way out of field. I think we would have heard by now if some of these things took place when when he was younger. Um, You know, as you said, as I said, sometimes you get that money, you get that cash, and the next thing you know, the magnifying glasses is on top of you. The spotlight is on top of you. And he might, he not, it's not might, he does have access to things, people, resources that that he didn't have before this took place. I don't know John Morant personally, never met him, never met his father, have never been in the same room with him. I could tell you this much, John Morant didn't have a commitment to $200 million until last year. That much I know. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, I'm going to give you that update on Steph Curry. And uh, Steph Curry should be coming back pretty soon. And then I'll tell you about someone I think who needs to just go ahead and, and get the boot. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, every time I get into an Uber, I always turn the Uber drivers onto your show. We talk about sports. Tell them how awesome you are. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Much love to everybody out there on the road, everybody in the delivery business. You could be delivering people in the back of your vehicle right now. You could be delivering goods on a truck. You could have food in the front seat next to you to just drop off. Don't eat nobody else's food, though. So now I know they put all the, the tampering devices on it. But we got good folks out here. Shout-outs to everybody just making that money, getting that money. 855-212-4CBS. You can holler at me at JR Sport Brief. We talked about John Morant. I'm going to let you know that Steph Curry, and maybe John Morant should take a call from Steph Curry, how to conduct yourself as a professional, make the most of your circumstances. Steph Curry is close to returning. He could be back 
as soon as this Sunday against the Los Angeles Lakers. It could be against Oklahoma City. It could be against Memphis. Steph Curry expected to be back as the Golden State Warriors go ahead and hit the road. The Warriors right now, they are 32-30. and 30. He has a leg injury. The Warriors, this sounds crazy because nobody talks about them. They started off the season like crap. There have been injuries. Klay Thompson has rounded back into form. We know they traded away Wiseman. He's now up in Detroit. I think he only had like four points tonight or something like that. The Warriors are the fifth seed in the West. They're on a three-game winning streak. We don't know the status of, of Gary Payton Jr. We know that they brought him back. Would anybody be surprised if the Warriors, quote-unquote, did it again? I, I wouldn't be. Steph Curry is – he's the key. Whoever wins the championship, and we see this year after year, in most cases it depends on, on who's healthy, who's, who's the last guy standing at the end of the year. Let's think about this. We can go all over the NBA. Is Chris Middleton going to hold up? The Milwaukee Bucks have been kind of limiting his minutes, trying to ease him back into things. Steph Curry has been injured every time he goes on an amazing streak. It's like he goes down. We know about LeBron James and his foot. Or I guess we don't know about LeBron James and his foot. Speaking of a foot, anybody surprised? Anthony Davis did not, I repeat, did not play basketball tonight for the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers beat Oklahoma City 123-117. to uh, Anthony Davis missed the game. Just, uh, uh, just a little bit of stress in his foot, and so he didn't play. And typically when they talk about stress in the foot, the next thing that happens is a fracture. So, yeah, take your time with Anthony Davis. So the season may come down to an injury. Is it Durant? Is it Booker uh, that goes down? Is it Steph Curry? You know, you don't want to wish injury upon anyone. It's a, it's a hard knock life out here. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Nova Scotia and talk to Mark. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. So, obviously, I can't possibly know if this is true regarding John Morant's situation, but sometimes you have to put some separation between yourself and your childhood friends and, and sometimes even family uh, that, that can tend to put you into some precarious situations. I know this is pure speculation, but my, my gut tells me that, 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 that that's, that's kind of driving this. It's the people that he's with. Well, it, yeah, it, there's, there's no way to know this. When it comes down to the actual <clears throat> incidents, though, yeah. Those those haven't been denied. It's just the extent or, or what caused them to take place. That but, is also a scary part. Right, but look who's with him now. Maybe not the I don't know much about the uh the, the story on the court there besides really what what you said and and I kind of skimmed over it. But the other instances involved uh you know multiple people with him and I'm assuming if he's playing like some pickup game at his house that he he's got his boys with him, and and you know maybe and again I'm, I'm like this is this is this is just my gut telling me that that I think he's hanging out with some bad apples, and uh, maybe he's gonna have to uh, cut the cord there. That's all I'm yeah. saying. No doubt. Well, thank you, Mark, for calling from Nova Scotia. The case at the mall, which took place last year, 
had to deal with his mom. They were at a store. They were at a finish line, the, the, the shoe store, sneaker store. Uh, his mom had a dispute with an employee, led to her calling him. John Morant and, and the people that were with him, they were told to leave by the head of security. They refused to leave. The police arrived. A verbal confrontation transpired. And then a member of Morant's group pushed the security guard in the head. According to the police report, Morant said, let me find out what time he gets off, which made the guard want to file a report as he felt threatened by Morant's statement. No arrests were made. Four days after that was the the incident where he uh, allegedly punched the 17-year-old during that basketball game at his house. So this was a a busy several days over the summer uh, for John Morant. John Morant said at his home he acted in self-defense as he said the boy threw a basketball which hit him in the head. And, of course, the young man, the teenager, said that this is uh, was different. Everything that took place was, was different. You, you can't make this stuff up. You talk about watching the company you keep. He was at a shoe store with his mother. He was at home. <laughs> he wasn't out at a club. He was, but that could be the next time. Hopefully not. You know, not every situation... Uh, you know, ends all that great in the street versus being in your own backyard or being in a shoe store. Things outside in different circumstances can end very, very differently. Speaking of, hey, Shep, you talked about uh, the point guards, some of the best point guards over the past, you know, 20 years, regardless of how people feel about them. You know, Westbrook is a part of that. But Damian Lillard is is playing right now. What the hell is going on with that guy? Oh, he's he's unbelievable, Jr. He is just so much fun to watch. He's having an off night, and he's got 33, and we're not even finished with the third quarter yet. He's got 16 shot attempts and 33 points. He's also got a team high seven rebounds. And with all that being said, Jr. They are down to a Zionless Pelicans team, 86-85 at home which just tells you how much he needs to do just for them to compete against other teams in the Western Conference. And we all know the Pelicans aren't even elite at this point. Yeah, I told you last night the Portland Trailblazers is Damian Lillard and a bunch of light posts. <laughs> it's like, Dam- he, 33 points. He, he is having a crap night. He's 2 of 8 from downtown. Right. Uh, overall, he's 9 of 16 from the field. And then the next closest scorer is the other guy, the only other guy really, uh, Jeremy Grant. He has... 19 points. Where the, where the hell is Nurkic? <laughs> That's a great question. Like, what? Is he a ghost? I, I, well, you know, and, and they're not. Uh, yes. The Pelicans, don't, I, to answer your question, yes. But it should be neutralized because the big who's not playing for the Pelicans, I mean, forget Zion for a second, is Valanchunas. He never plays anymore either. Well, there's. No, 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 no. There is no. There, there should be no comparisons to Nurkic. Well, like there, there's some guys who are now like borderline players. I never see Nurkic play. Never. You know, it's funny. There was a debate, and this is you remember this, um, between Nurkic and Jokic, because I believe Nurkic was with the Nuggets at one he point. He was. And there Correct. was the debate of what big they should go with. The fat one. The, yeah, I, I, well. They were both fat. Well, according to Giannis, Jokic is fat. But. I think the Nuggets made the right decision on who to invest their franchise in. 
Oh, my God. The Denver Nuggets, if they would have kept uh, Nurkic. Oh, God. Maybe Nurkic would be healthier playing up uh, a mile high above sea level. Maybe. Yeah, right. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Jokic is in shape now. Jr. I'm I'm looking at Lillard just on the bench. I don't know. I obviously you are uh, piloting the show, so it's hard for you to watch at all times. And he is miserable. He's miserable. And yeah, I'm looking at. He's just yeah. he's tired. What yeah, you, you want from him? You saw him too. The, the I'm shot. watching in the studio. He's gotcha. he's miserable. Yeah, but he's tired more. So what he's supposed to do? He's t- he took his end of third quarter, <laughs> beginning of fourth quarter break. Sure. What is he supposed to do, be smiling? And and listen, they're coming off a a, a tough loss where Dame had 19 in the first half. It looked like he was going to have another 40-point spot. They were up 17 against the Warriors. Steph Curry obviously not being on the floor. They blew that game. You you cannot lose this game to the Pelicans with Zion missing his 34th game of the NBA regular season, JR. You just can't lose to this team like this. Yeah, you can. You can, but you, but you can't if you really have any shot at winning at least a playoff round or at least not having to be uh, caught in the playing game. How how long is a flight from, from New York City to Portland? What is that, about five hours? About, about, yeah, we're talking West Coast, five hours, yeah. Yeah, well, you can make arrangements, I guess, for next game to help them out. Because, Got uh, it. It's going to be a long flight is what you're saying. Yeah, Damian Lillard, if, if you could get there quicker, then I'd say help him out. But, man, it's the fans deserve better than this crap. My bad, my apologies for all the uh, the fans in Portland who have to, and they are diehard basketball fans too. I love Portland. I can't wait to go back to Portland and hang out on Martin Luther King. Anyway, speaking of terrible franchises, the Blazers won't be on this list. I'm going to give you a top six list of the cheapest owners in sports. That's going to be right on the other side of this break, so don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> 